You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Parenthood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Parenthood After Show. Yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV Parenthood. We're doing episode five. I believe, actually, one of those episodes. I'm I'm getting all my episodes mixed You're up. Doing We're doing too many election, shows. <laughs> election election day. day episode. I'm so excited. I can't even speak. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini, and I have... I'm Danica Kennedy. I'm Juliette Nolan. And we are so excited to have special guest, Sholo Marinduena. Did I say that right? Yes, you said it perfect. Excellent. Who plays Victor on the show? Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Oh, so we usually recap the episode first, but we are so excited. We're just going to get into this fun interview right now. Awesome. So you play Victor. Yes. Uh, he's adopted on the show and whatnot. What was the audition process like to get into? Well, parents? the audition, it was my first TV audition that I'd ever done. Um, and I had my audition, so I studied for like a month in advance, just reading my lines and sort of just getting them perfect and seeing what fit. And then I went into the audition and I, they thought I was doing good, so I went to the callback and I think it was me and two other kids. And I read for the role again, and they said they really liked me, and probably about one or two days later, they called me saying I would I could get the job if I cut my hair, and my hair at the time was really long and frizzly and frazzly, and it was sort of like a big deal, because I hadn't cut, cut it in like one or one and a half years, so it was pretty <laughs> poofy and pretty pretty big, and I said, I mean... I, it'll grow back. I'm not gonna. It won't be. I won't miss it that much. So I, I shaved. It was shaved all off, and it was it was such an amazing experience because I'd never done a TV audition. It was so different from commercials or print or whatever, and I think that it was definitely a different, uh, a different, very awesome experience. I can't believe that was your first TV audition because you do such a great job at realistically portraying what it's like for a kid to go through those circumstances. Like, my mom's actually a lawyer for abused and neglected kids, so I'm very familiar with the foster care system and stuff. And you're so talented. I can't tell. Do you have experience well, with dealing with that at funny all? Funny that you say that. I'm not dealing with... Um, being adopted personally or uh, whatnot, but my aunt, her name is uh, Kelly. I call her my Auntie Kelly. <laughs> and um, she works for DCFS, which is the Department of Family and Child Care Services. And she works with a lot of the foster care, chi- uh, foster care children and people, um, uh, child abusers and people like that. So I went up to her office for about a month. I stayed there for a month and sort of just, I went, I went in her job with her every day. And I saw the different cases and a bunch of different stuff like that. So I, couldn't, I, I kind of got to um, 
find out what what it was like to sort of get in the mood and sort of get in the character once I um once I booked the role and it was definitely I don't think I I could have done as good as I think I'm doing right now without that sort of experience with her at her job and I think it was a uh, it was once in a lifetime opportunity. I definitely it's it's definitely paid off that research and like on one show you're with and like all these big name celebrities and all these great amazing actors you're amongst it, what's it like on set when you're filming all those fun family get-together scenes is it as crazy as it looks like is it as fun as it seems it's even to this day i'm still in awe of the people that i'm working with i'm still like i'm still so amazed that the first tv show that i booked the first tv show that i auditioned for it was for with such big actors and such huge stars and i thought it was just so amazing and i don't think i could ever come to where I'm at right now without without my family, without you guys. And I think that it's really... The cast of Parenthood is really... They're really delightful, and they're really nice and awesome. <laughs> and it's just... I work with them all probably more than once a week. So I see them all the time. We have breakfast. We laugh. I don't think I've ever cried, but we all cry. <laughs> and... It's just, they're all so amazing. Yeah, it sounds like it. Now, because you are a minor and there are other minors on the show and the whole parenthood, there's a lot of adults as well. Well, what's your filming schedule like? Are you there only one day or here and there? What's it like? It sort of fluctuates depending on what scenes I'm in. Usually they'll try to get me in two weeks a month, but they'll book me every day of that week. But we never work on the weekends, which is really awesome because <laughs> I get my weekends off, I get to sleep in, and it's usually about three or four days of the school week when I do work. And when I do work, I usually work with just my family, Erica Christensen, Sam Yeager, and Savannah Page Ray, who play, uh, they all play um, Julia, Joel, and Savannah, uh, Sydney. And, but I think it, it, we usually get there early. We usually get there around eight ish, and it's really just sort of sort of a normal work schedule. Like I know some people who work in like the cubicles or whatever work <laughs> from like nine to five. It's I, don't, I wouldn't say it's that long, but it's really it's really straightforward. It's really yeah. Now you mentioned your parents, uh, Joel and Julia, played by Eric and Sam. Uh, they're parents to Victor in the show, but. Have you done anything fun things with them off camera on set? Have they done any parental fun things with you? I don't. I can't say that they have. I mean, we <laughs> always, we always. I mean, we always. How, how do I explain this? We always talk off set, and even we go to, we go to events that are not uh, related to parenthood. I've gone to events with the kids of parenthood that totally it, it does doesn't even relate to parenthood. But it's sort of for a good cause, and we just go to sort of hang out, but um, help a good cause. And it's really just, it's um, it's it's really just amazing. I I I just I don't I don't know what to say. It's just such a humbling experience, and I think that w what you were saying is um, it's it's really amazing. It's. How old were you when you started working on the show? I, I was t I was 10. I started acting when I was 9 and I 
I think I started acting for about a year before I um I auditioned for Parenthood. What made you get into acting? Oh, this is the craziest story. <laughs> My mom, it, it I I didn't watch TV till I was about six. It was sort of like it was like a privilege. It, we had cable and whatnot, but it, it wasn't really something that it was. We watched the Kim Kardashian show or whatnot, <laughs> but um, I didn't watch TV till I was. <laughs> Till I was about six, so when I started watching TV, it was more of the like actual, like real, li- like Hannah Montana or whatnot. Not like, I mean, I still watch SpongeBob, but um, <laughs> me too. But it yeah. was, <laughs> but it was more of the real people sort of um, TV shows, and I thought it was something that I, I, I thought it was something that everyone could do. It was like, if you just wanted to do it, you could do it. And my mom had uh, been working in the music department with um, um, some radio stations. So she had known a couple of casting um, casting directors and agencies. So she called up an agency from, uh, from one of her good friends. And she asked if they had any room to sort of put me in and see if I could audition for one or two roles. And she was like, sure. I mean, there's no there's no harm in trying it. So I went out for my first commercial, it was a Sears commercial, and I booked it. So it was sort of like I I worked on it. It was a four-part shoot, and we sort of just went on from there. And now I'm here where I am today. It's just... Yeah, look at everything you've done. And also, including Parenthood, you've done other TV shows as well, Uh, like Major Crimes that had just recently aired. You played a... A boy who got caught in a gun f- shootout, Shoot, sort of, with uh, and your father. Not to spoil too much about that, but you get caught in a shootout in that episode. Was it like doing that kind of procedural cop show compared to the dramedy that is Parenthood? It was a lot more crying. <laughs> I'm, I I don't great I usually, crying. It was good crying, not bad crying. Yeah, great performance by thank, you. Thank by you very way. much. Yes. It was. I think parenthood, it's the only time you really cry is when you're watching the TV show. And, I mean, I cry when I watch the TV show. <laughs> but um, I, I think it was a lot more, it's it's like Law & Order, one of those shows where it's it's very fast. Mm-hmm. As opposed to parenthood, which it's it's very, it's, you watch one episode, and then the next episode you, you see more, and the next episode you see more. Uh, major crimes was very. Someone gets shot. What are you gonna do? The end of the show. And then it was. It was. I worked for a day, and it was really just. They were really on task and really fast. Um, not saying the parenthood isn't. They're awesome, but um, it, they were really on task and they were really fast, and the directors were super nice, and it was. It was. It was a different experience. Because Parenthood is sort of a dramatic sort of show, mm-hmm. and Major Crimes which was a crime show, right. so <laughs> it was a different experience, and it was very nice. Well, speaking about your other projects, another show that seems totally different, I hear that you're going to be a little guest star on Family Guy, playing Diego Dora the Explorer's friend. Yes. I uh, am such a big fan of that show, <laughs> by the way. When I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I I I think before I had booked that role, I'd only seen two episodes of Family Guy, and I wasn't sure it was. I didn't think it was funny. It was really just like dry humor. 
not really funny. It was just like someone falls and breaks their neck. Everyone laughs. But um, <laughs> I booked the role, and then I started watching a lot more, and I started getting into it, and I thought it was really funny. And I think that, especially Diego, because it's such a weird... It's not weird. It's such a... It's one of those characters like 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 Dora that everyone knows who Dora is mm-hmm. and they sort of know how she talks or how her hair is sort of like a what is it? <laughs> like a bob a something yeah, bob. something like that. But um it's one of those characters that everyone knows and it's sort of like I'll never it'll never be the same as the actual actual Jago, but I think that I have to sort of give it my all and uh, work as hard as I can, and I thought it was a really great experience meeting um, the directors of um, Family Guy and all of those uh, amazing uh, Fox Fox yeah, Studios. <laughs> Sorry, I'm was just, that your like, first time doing excellent. voiceover though? Or it was my first. Time. Yes, new? it was my. Fr- oh, I think wow. that's my. Yes, that was my first time doing voiceovers, and. After that, I had sort of just done, like, websites and stuff like that, voiceovers for, like, little animated characters on websites. But I think that Family Guy, it was uh, it was definitely, I think, a great first-time voiceover. That's yeah. a big part to get for a first time. <laughs> all, you're nailing all these parts, like your first audition, these huge things, like series commercials. So props to you on yeah. that. Look at your res- Look at your resume right now within a matter of two years that you've been working, and you've been getting a lot of recognition for that. You just got recognized at the 2013 Alma yes. Awards for... Oh, man. Yeah, that was, is, congratulations. I'm the just, Channeling I'm just Latino so Talent. excited. Um, what was it like to be I, a part of that? I... I did not know I was going to get honored at all, and I was clapping for everybody. I was, I was like, oh my god, it's Sofia Vergara. I need to clap. Rico Rodriguez, whoever. And I see my name, and I, I, I was like, that, you know what, that name looks familiar. <laughs> and then I sort of just like blinked again, and I was like, wait, that's that's my name. And I hear people clapping for me, and I'm like, this is so. I I've, I haven't seen people clap for me before, and it was such a such a sort of like a weird thing. And I was like, well, I don't do I do I clap? I'm not sure. <laughs> do, I, do I clap for myself? And it was a really awesome thing because they're like, we might recognize you. Um, it it'll you'll definitely be there. We're definitely going to invite you, but we're not sure what's going to happen if you're there. So I was like, okay. I mean, I went to it the year before, and it was very fun. I met a bunch of people, and I, I just, it was such a weird thing. It was such like an awkward moment for me because I, I had never been clapped for. I had never clapped. No, <laughs> what, what does that mean? What is uh, applaud? Yes, applauded. No, <laughs> applauded. I was, applauded. Recognized. Never, yes, but um. It was definitely something very weird for me. It was first, I all of my first time experiences are some. It's always something special. Yeah, and that's great. That's so and great. Parenthood itself, the the show's just got recognized. It's nominated for People's Choice Awards. Vote for, for People's. Yes, I I was just spam Favor- clicking it. it Favorite just, TV <laughs> drama. It was yes. It's voted. It was nominated for best TV drama, and I think it's. I'm not sure what other shows it is, uh, what, what other shows are nominated, but I know it's definitely They don't parenthood. matter. They, they don't matter. <laughs> they, I, we know what we'd vote for. Yes, <laughs> parenthood. 
You just vote. <laughs> I think that's all I have to say. You just have to vote. You just have to. I mean, I was just spam. I was I was just spam clicking it the other day and sort of just. I stopped after like the tenth one because my finger got tired. But. Yeah, vote for. <laughs> <laughs> but um, valid reason. But I think yep. that you should just have to vote once. That'll all. That's all it'll take. That and that's great. Now I, I know we have to wrap up soon, but. Being part of such a great show, and you're with all these amazing actors and whatnot. What's it like back at home with your friends and family? Because I know you you go to a regular school, a regular yes, public school. I go to a regular What's it public like? school. Do they treat you differently? It's, you know what? I don't tell people that I'm on TV just for, because of the fact that I don't want people to sort of treat me differently. Like, oh, he's on TV, maybe. We should be friends with him or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think the friends, the really good friends that I do have, I mean, I'll tell them. Um, I, just, I just did a Wii U commercial. And everyone, I guess it was on Disney Channel or whatnot, everyone at my school knew. They're like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, hey there. I'm like, hey, you're on that commercial, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> That's not me. But um, I... I, with my family and my friends, uh, back at where, where I live in my community, I live in El Sereno, and, um, it's, it's definitely, they support what I'm doing. I'm the only one in my family that acts or does anything along, uh, along those lines, and they definitely support me, and I love them for that, and my friends, I wouldn't say they support me, they're just like, eh, he's cool, whatever, he's the same <laughs> as us, but, um, I would say that I'm so lucky to have the family and my friends and everybody that's surrounded around me, and it's it's definitely a. I, you know what? I'm just so. I don't I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm just so excited. I'm so happy, and it's it's such an honor to be here, even here right now. I'm I'm just so. It was. It's such an awesome thing. We're so honored to have you. Is there? Do you have any social media websites that if the yes. fans can follow you? Twitter? I have a website which has my Facebook, my Twitter, my Instagram, my whatever you need. Do I have a? I don't have a YouTube channel, but <laughs> I. It's just X O L O, the letter M, and then the number one. Oh, Sholo M one. That's are you also on Instagram? Yes, well? I am on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I, I am on Instagram. I It's just XOLO, so Sholo underscore Maridueña, my last name. It's, uh, not, it's not too hard. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us yes, Thanks for thank coming on our so show. Much. It was thank so you. great to have you, and thank I hope you. you come back. This was really fun, and I hope all the best for Victor. And where do you think Victor, what would you like, as a last question, what would you like to see happen for Victor? I would. I think I would like to see him bond with his cousins more because I think it's it's a really. I mean, you hang out with your cousins in real life, and I think that you don't really see that right now on Parenthood. Mm-hmm. I think you really see Jabbar and um, Ida so um, sort of bonding because they're brother and sister. But I don't think you see. I think the only times that you really see them all together is when you have the whole family. So yeah. I think that that's. I think that that's something that I'd like to see a lot more. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys so thank much. Love having you. Great you having you in. Thank you. So, all right, and then uh, we'll kind of 
get you out of here because I know you have places to be. Uh, it's it's <laughs> so late here. Busy. It's late here in the studio. But thank you so much. Thank and you guys so I much. I wish all the best for the Parenthood family and yourself and your character. You're an amazing actor, and your career is just building and building. It's going to go. It's on the up and up. Awesome. No worry, but up. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Come right. back and visit next time. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. So you have a good night, and Thank we you hope to have you come back. All right, and then so well, we're gonna wrap up this episode. Yeah, we the, just watched. The, we're we're gonna just recap and get into this episode. But before we do that, I just want to tell everyone on iTunes to please go on iTunes, search AfterBuzz TV Parenthood After Show, and give us some ratings, give us some comments, see who else we we should, can try to get on this fun show. We had the lovely Sholo here, and. And Thank you. we'd like to hear all your comments and what we, you love about the show, about these crazy Bravermans. <laughs> and then also go on YouTube as well. And yeah, this we love doing the show and we want to see more people come on the show. It'll be fun. Oh, I love gossiping about this show. Predictions. I tell oh, everyone <laughs> so about the show because there's so many relatable things in parenthood that let's just get into it. This episode... Election Day. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, that was amazing. He, he's, he's such fantastic. a great dude. It's so, so well spoken and very yes. grounded. Loved it. Loved it. He great. seems so much older than he is. He does. Oh, so precocious. I love it. <laughs> uh, so let's just yes, let's get it. Sorry, I'm ruffling around my papers here. And, um, let this episode. Max. We'll just start with Max. Oh. <laughs> he he's at Hank's studio, and he meets Hank's daughter. Ruby. 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 Ruby's Ruby. back into the picture. Not, and she's sassy. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Very sassy. Like Quite the attitude. Mm-hmm. And Max thinks he has a chance with her. What do you think about this potential <laughs> budding romance? He wants to be his girlfriend, his boyfriend. Well, she's kind of a jerk like him. She's, oh, she's kind of dry. She's a little, like, like emotionally just detached. Not kind of. Same right. with Hank. The three of them... May all be a little bit Aspergery. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. The thing is with Ruby that she doesn't have the stable family home, mm-hmm. so she might have you know going from one place to another, being in Minnesota, being in California. It it makes sense that she might build this attitude that she just like like all teenagers. She's in yeah. that angsty mm-hmm. part, and then to have Max just come up. To you, she's so deadpan about everything, but he can't help that, and she doesn't. I don't think she doesn't really get that yet. Mm-hmm. And then Max's approach is just like, um, okay, back it up. <laughs> and two, his two reasons, it's like a checklist, <laughs> yeah. like we're the same age. She had a shark on her shirt, and that's about we it. We like the same <laughs> hockey team. Meant to be <laughs> compatibility. Yes, that's like the quickest. E harmony, you know, this profile would ever. be very short, <laughs> straight to the point. Straight to the point. Yes. Yeah, and Ruby doesn't take too kind to it, and Hank is a little. Hank's uh, advice was, was terrible. That it was, was really terrible. bad. But do you think it was right for Hank to go to Sarah and ask advice too? I'm like, I don't think Sarah's the best person to ask advice about that either. No. I think Hank's just trying to find a way to show up at Sarah's doorstep to ask random questions. Now, yeah, I think I think that's probably pretty spot on. They're weird relationship. They could have had a phone call to have that conversation. Yeah. Like, hey, just show up. Max is <laughs> gaming on my daughter. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Uh, yeah, but and then the fact that Hank, I can understand he wants 
just everyone to win, saying that his daughter can just pretend that he has a boyfriend, <laughs> she has a boyfriend, and then Max can, because he has the reasoning, reasoning that every teenage boy mm-hmm. just wants to say that he has a girlfriend. That's There's no mean, harm though. in that. Don't you think that's mean? What if he, like, actually develops feelings for her, and then it was all just this fabricated lie, and he's trying to Facebook her, and <sighs> she's ignoring mm. him? It's just a disaster <laughs> waiting to happen with that kind of advice. It could get very, very convoluted. Especially <laughs> with a kid at that age. That's when you're, like, starting to get your hormones, and you're mm-hmm. confused anyways. I, I know my boy issues at that age were ridiculous, so I can only <laughs> imagine for Max. Hormones are certain. At that point, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then Ruby turns him down. That she was I, I did feel for Max because it doesn't seem like he grasps grasps that yet. Like, why did she turn me down? He just walks away. Yeah, he's like, oh, all right, let's on to the next. I find suppose. another. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. I think it's hard for him to kind of outwardly show his emotions, but I feel like there's got to be so much more right. going on for his character. But outside, he's just kind of dry and it's bullet point sort of. And I, I liked Hank's. Um, conversation at the end with Max being like, you, you gotta wait for the right one. Mm-hmm. You know? That was nice. That was sweet. I feel like he was referring to Sarah. There was a maybe, tiny maybe. part. <laughs> I mean, uh, Drew was barely in this episode, but <laughs> at the end, Drew's with that girl from yes. college and they're, you know, Natalie. very casual. Uh-huh. Natalie and um, Max comes up and asks if they're boyfriend and girlfriend. So, so does everyone else. But yes. it was just so great when Max did because he's just so dry and they're like, no, not really. And he just like walks off. Yeah. They're, they're, Hank and Max are both dry. The, the great thing is what Hank said, he says there's no need to rush it. Mm-hmm. Which is true. And I love how I do like the fact that they're choosing Hank as the, the only person who can really kind of accept Max the well, everyone accepts him the way he is, but can really tolerate him mm-hmm. in the way and teach him and, like, give him that parental advice that maybe his parents can't. Yeah, they're so similar, I think. That's why they're sort of a great bond, because I think Hank can relate to him in the way that he sees the world better. Yeah, Adam else. and Max are not on no. the same page at all. No. As much as he wants to be there for his son, mm-hmm. he's it's just not as relatable. They're not the same type of personality. Yeah. And yeah, and Hank's kind of that introvert, so he, I think, having another person in his presence actually will help him open up as a person as well. Mm-hmm. Might as well come from a kid. Yep. All right, so uh, I want to talk about. Um, well, eh, well, you know, we'll keep Christina to the end because this <laughs> this was her episode, the big build up, big episode. But Amber, Amber and Riley, and uh, Riley. Ryan. Ryan, goodness. I watch too many TV shows. Okay. <laughs> Amber and Ryan. I was waiting for this to happen. Yeah. It was the you, pot boiling. You knew it was going to happen. I knew it was. It was a matter of when because I was – the last few episodes, there's parts where it's like, oh, you know, he's almost going to get upset, but is it going to push him over the edge? Is he going to mm-hmm. snap? And he's always almost there but doesn't quite do it. And we're like, oh, he's doing well. And this time he just went – crazy he just started wailing on that guy for very little reason and ryan because we've seen in the past episodes like amber brings up something and always asks him are you okay with this and he's just like yeah very passive aggressive Mm -hmm. be like no i'm fine bottles it up i'm just gonna go in here in this corner and drink my beer and whatnot (laughs) but he bottles it up and you knew eventually he was gonna snap Mm -hmm. he snapped on that Dude, was it the lead singer? It looked like the lead singer. Well, the one that she was kind of flirting with, the drummer guy, which 
I mean, Amber, she got some exciting news. She is on their track. Back gonna up, be on the back album. vocals. And yeah, she has an amazing voice, by the way. I love whenever they have her sing on the show. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty. Very she, she needs to sing mm-hmm. more. And the great thing about Mae Whitman, she's done so much voice work. It makes It's no surprise that she'd be a great singer because she mm-hmm. knows how to control the voice and the breath and all that. So, yeah, I loved how she was singing in this episode. Yeah. But she's just, you know, working on that. So she was late one night and she didn't come home and Adam wanted this romantic dinner. It's like Chinese food that's like already eaten in a bag still. It's like, oh, big romantic <laughs> yeah, going right. all out. Yeah, it was like, it's supposed to be a romantic dinner. I was like, come put a little more effort in there. Then. Light a candle. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. Something. Put out a napkin. Yeah. Take it out of the bag. I wouldn't be bummed if I missed that, I feel like. But yeah, then but she stayed out and celebrated the next she's, night. Yeah, she celebrated the, and got boys. a little too drunk to oh, yeah. the point where Ryan's like, no, stay there. I'm going to come and get you. But that did Scary. not. And as soon up as I heard well. that, mm-hmm. I was like, this is all going downhill from here. Yeah. Because the first time Amber came home late already, mm-hmm. and she was recording. Then the second night, she was late again. And now she's out celebrating, mm-hmm. getting kind of drunk and a little tipsy. And so he's just, Ryan has, yeah, he's well, to his the drummer limit. guy brought over a drink and they were sitting. And then when he came in, he was like, oh, when you're done cuddling with my girlfriend, like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I forget the exact line, but, and then he just started beating him up and there was no, I thought I like blinked or looked down. And I was like, did I miss something? Really fast. Because he really just started fast, yeah. beating him up without even like a real argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the drummer did get a little handsy. Be like, uh, no, she's celebrating, she's having fun, it's all right. Like, calm down. Yeah, calm down. And Ryan's like, uh, no, you do not touch my girl. Mm-mm. He was not having it. But, uh, what do you think that's gonna happen for... Amber, do you think she's gonna rethink things? Because we know in the first season that Ryan was on that he's had some anger issues mm-hmm. and dealing with... P.S. PTSD, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It kind of got resurfaced again tonight. It did I don't know. I mean, Amber is so young, and I feel like it's great that they're playing with that storyline of a very young person and love and marriage and all the things that can happen there. But she's, I think, she's still a party girl, and I think you can see it almost in every episode. And she's doing in love very well. But I'm nervous. I'm nervous that we're gonna get back to old Amber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't really like them together that much. Like, I know that they have something together. And, you know, when you're in a relationship, you don't... It always looks different from the outside. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she's so fun and carefree. Let's go out. Let's be spontaneous. I want to sing. I want to drink and, like, have a good time. And he's like... I bottle up all this emotion and I have this stick up my ass that needs to be removed and I have (laughs) all these issues and I get really dramatic all of a sudden for no reason. He just has too many issues and she's too carefree, loving, like, I don't care. And the thing is that Ryan's been out into the world. He's seen war. He's seen a lot of, he's had more life experience than Amber has. Oh, yeah. And so I think just in the maturity level is not on the same page. It's not Mm -hmm. on the same level there. That's why he's waiting at home for her every night while she's mm-hmm. out having fun. But she's yeah. out. Yeah, it's not, I don't know. It should be interesting. So, Joel and Julia. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. This relationship, it's... Where the heck is it going? Because every episode is just building mm-hmm. up. That they, preview you can cut. next week. Oh, we my yelled. goodness. We <gasps> yelled when we watched what it. Was what? No. 
Well, okay. We have to dive into that for predictions. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously. Oh, I can't, I can't even think about that oh right now. Gosh, but so you can cut the tension with the knife every time those two are in a room. It's mm-hmm. getting heated. It's getting really bad. It, to the point where, oh, goodness, something really bad's going to happen. Yeah. I'm worried. <laughs> and can you imagine that family splitting together when Victor came adopted? There, it would just, that's issues upon issues upon issues if they split up. And yeah. Victor, well, he's so emotional this episode because he's, you know, being held back. The kids are making fun of him at school, calling him retarded, and he's yelling at Julia, calling her a liar because she said that he was smart. And, I mean, that's so that rough for so any kid to go to into. It was really sad. It was... I actually really enjoyed watching those scenes with Sholo here, though, because yeah. he's just sitting next to me, and I'm like, that's so crazy. <laughs> Amazing <laughs> acting on his part. Goodness. Yeah. And I love the the blocking in that scene when uh, Sholo, well, Up Victor, yeah, he's above Ju- Julia and being like, You're, you told me I was smart, but I'm obviously not, and mm-hmm. just goes to show that their levels aren't on the same page either. Yeah. And that, I don't know, that, that trust isn't there yeah, that Victor doesn't really believe in Julia now because there was the line like he, uh, something about he called Julia by her name, by yeah, Julia. not by mom not anymore. Mom. So oh, so that. all this this whole relationship, this little mini family, that this you know that they're all kind of breaking up a little bit. It's it's hard to watch. It is it just is. because he needs to be held back. That was like. The burning coal to the fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were so split on the decision whether they should do it or not. And I think it's just kind of, now that it's happened, it just keeps straining. Yeah. And to the point where Julia goes to Joel's office. Flips all, out. Yeah. All angry in front of his uh, boss, mm-hmm. Pete. Very unprofessional. It Which, is. by the way, they were being kind of unprofessional. It looked like they're all sharing this sushi. You know, they're mm-hmm. not really focusing on work. They're talking about mm-hmm. sushi restaurants and they're sharing it together from the best place in town. And then once she comes in, he yells at her like, I'm working. You talk to me about this like when I'm home, even though you called me like five times already today and all this stuff. It's like, well, if you care about the person, you're going to be like, hold on, boss, I like, just give me a minute. You yeah. know, you mm-hmm. don't just blow them off like that, especially because we just saw that they're just eating sushi. They're not really, like, cramming for any deadline. Yeah. I think if it was earlier on in the show's history, he would have walked outside and talked to her. But I think yeah. because of all the issues they have now, that's the reason why, like, it got to that point. And the fact that, because we've seen Joel and Julia, they've always been fighting at home. Mm-hmm. But now it's also in the workforce, in the workplace. So now it's just everywhere they're going. Yeah. She was really heated, though. Like, I was about to see some steam come out of those ears mm-hmm. and nostrils because she just, like, burst through the door and then slammed it on the way out. And mm. I think she could have behaved a little bit more appropriate, yeah, of I, course. And I get if you're trying to call your husband five times and he's not answering, that's, that's a sure way to get upset or concerned mm-hmm. if yeah. maybe that he didn't. But the fact that he was there and then she finds out that he was there and he was just like literally ignoring her. It just yeah. made her, made it all the more worse. Mm-hmm. And then he calling her out, be like, no, I'm here. And then when they were at Christina's campaign yeah. and he made, you know, Joel made a good point. He, he would have never done that at Julia's law firm. Mm-hmm. Never barged in during every case that she was on. Yeah. Very deep. I believe that was unprofessional. 
Yeah, I would say it is. I mean, the I would say it is. His job, I suppose, is a, he would be able to answer his phone, I feel like, or at least text her back more readily than she was at her job. Mm-hmm. But it definitely the way in which she approached it was unprofessional. Because if she had just come in, said, I need to see you, and he had just cooperated, like it could have been such a fast moment and could have been very... Like easily finished, but it was not. Joel made Joel. Yeah, in this whole situation, like at first, I was very Team Julia on the whole thing. <laughs> but Joel, I mean, he's working for the first time. It's always been about her career, and mm-hmm. he has a point. It's his time to work on it. And he's catching on to the whole Ed thing. Oh. He keeps seeing, like, yes. at school, she sees I love how Ed just them. showed up at the perfect time. Like, literally, uh. the second Joel goes into the classroom, up comes Ed yep. right there, just around the corner. Mm-hmm. So Goodness. he witnessed that, and then she gets a text from him, and her phone's on the counter, and he reads it and sees that they've been texting back and forth mm-hmm. nonstop. So he he knows that something's yeah. going on, and I think that's why they're so heated. And then he's, like, bitter towards Julia, and Julia is just, like, snapping because mm-hmm. she can't hang. Do you think that was right of Joel to kind of go through Julia's phone? I get if a text message pops up and you can't help but see that, but mm-hmm. the fact that he looked and kept, like, scrolling through the messages. Yeah. I think if you have a gut instinct, it's fine to snoop. Because usually your guts, yep. you have that feeling because you know something's mm-hmm. up. Usually but you're going to find something. Don't just and snoop to snoop. Yeah. You should trust the person mm-hmm. you're dating. It's like, Julia comes to is her, it is his wife, you know, so yeah. there's cause for concern. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, man. Ed. So. Yeah, so there, things are not looking good. And with the preview no. next week, oh, oh god, gosh. I can't even wrap my head around it. But yeah, they're at they end it at the campaign. Joel walks out and saying, "Sorry, I can't be here." Yeah, that was right. But speaking of campaign, it's voting night. It's election it, it day. Was Everyone's election voting, day. and except for Crosby, Crosby. <laughs> he's trying to vote. That was I, I did love this storyline because this was the, the funnier um, comedic storyline throughout yeah. all this drama that's already happening. But it, Christine's campaign is up. It's time time for voting. And then Jasmine and Crosby, they kind of go out and be like, oh, yeah, it's important to vote for Obamacare, yada, da, 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 and all that fun stuff about Cam- Ob- Campaigning in the black neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Like a, a the whole scene. Obama administration having that all go on. And then Crosby's Crosby pretending to, like, yeah, I totally black. Voted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, them, they're all flying in that one community there. That was, mm-hmm. that was fun to watch. That was really good. But so Crosby takes jabbar to the polls to go vote and he looks like he's not even registered no. i actually know what that's like because i'm registered in a different state and i was trying to vote and they're like uh no because you're not here and you need an absentee ballot and i was like well yeah i signed up for it and they're like no you missed it and they are they really are that snippy oh, i'm sure i'm not sure i'm not saying that everyone <laughs> that works for that are that but like i have dealt with people and they can be that really short ended and be like nope you're not registered you can't vote next mm. they have I don't thousands think he of people was registered ever though no. but no. he was lying about how he voted for obama because jasmine was talking about how it was 
you know, so memorable for her, the first black president, and yeah. oh, you can't really relate. And he's like, I can really relate. He's trying to like be all street cred, like <sighs> I'm, I'm a little black. And she's like, No, you're no. so white, not as white as your brother Adam, but really white. <laughs> and uh, he was like, Yeah, I like teared up after I voted for Obama. <laughs> I still have the sticker somewhere at home. Like he's just going on and on. We're like, Okay, this is so bullshit. Yeah. We find out later he was drunk in Napa during the. That was Obama great. election. That, yes, that was funny. Was so, yeah, he can't vote. And he's so he's trying to buy that one vote oh from gosh. this random dude on the street because Jasmine put his, put that fear and guilt in him. Yep. Be like, if Christina loses by one vote, it's your fault. So mm-hmm. he goes out and finds the random dude on the street, pays him $40. Which, so how can he, you trust that they're going to vote? They can still do whatever they want. Yeah. No. Not to mention that it's so illegal. Oh, totally. So illegal. And the fact that, like, the way he played him, be like, well, technically that's two votes. Oh, yeah. This is a smart man right there. Mm -hmm. Very deceiving. (laughs) I mean, good on him for thinking like that. I would be like, all right. But that still doesn't say that he voted for Christina. Still vote for but blah, blah, so, blah. and he wanted that I voted sticker just to prove that he did vote, even though he didn't. Mm-hmm. And I love how the guy's like, "You can get one, just ask." <laughs> yeah, just ask no, for a sticker. She, the guy was also like, "I don't want to vote for Christina. She's all hugging people, giving her number out everywhere, and has the violent husband. Yeah, the violent, abusive husband." <laughs> oh. And Crosby was like, "Yes, like, that's yeah, the true." But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was, that was funny. Good. So I. Uh, and it actually turns out that Christina actually did not win. She conceded the We predicted election. that. Tiana predicted that. I We I, talked about it, didn't you we? You guys thought about mm-hmm. I thought because it was parenthood that she was going to win the campaign. We're such downers. But, we're like, she's no. going to lose. <laughs> no, I, I was like, I was being optimistic. I was like, I want her to win. She overcame cancer. Mm-hmm. She's winning now. She's on top to... All the more to add to her awesome life that's going on right now. She has another chance to, you know, be on top. There yeah, were some but... almost tear jerker oh, moments. Gosh. Oh, there were. Cancer Lady came back? Cancer Lady. Oh, okay. I forget I her name. I it. always forget her name, oh, but she I'm, showed no, up I actually to am vote. Like, Blinking on her name. I want to call her Gypsy, but that's her character in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Another great show with yes, some with of the same Lauren Graham. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, um, yes, she comes back and, and supports Christina, which was great. And then Wonderful. the deaf girl, the oh, little deaf girl oh, yeah. who was Emma. signing, mm-hmm. saying that she changed her life. Yeah, and mm-hmm. got her in a better school and everything. That was so touching. That I mean, was they really almost nice. got me mm-hmm. to tear up. That was close. great because even though Christina didn't win and she's not in position of power, that doesn't show that just because you're not there at that level that you you don't have to. You can't make a difference mm-hmm. in the world. Like you don't have to be in power to do that. You can. Do it every single day and help the community, yeah. which I think that was the the message. Mm-hmm. Still and have influence. Yeah. I loved her speech at the end. How she was just like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I just conquered. You know, she didn't even say cancer. Like I, I didn't think I was going to be around this time, mm-hmm. and just to be here and be alive, I'm so happy, and I love all you guys. And it was like such That's a touching nice. yeah. little speech. That was great, and the the whole family still there supporting her. Mm-hmm. And they never, she never ratted out the whole Amber Bob Little thing. She stayed very classy, even though she really could have dug her talons into that. Yeah. Agreed. She she has strong values, and that's mm-hmm. stooping that low. She's not like Bob Little. No. If she did that, she probably would have won. But 
we mm. know her as being such a nice, genuine person. We keep seeing her. Yeah. She's helping out everyone in this episode going yeah. around. So it shows that she has a really good soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Adam even comes out clean and admits that he didn't want Christina to be part of this campaign. Because we yeah. saw it earlier in the season that he had his concerns, but mm-hmm. he was honest and truthful and being like, I was worried about your health, that you couldn't take the stress right now, and that... And I'm glad that Adam was strong enough to admit that after everything. This was before we even found out that if she had lost the election and whatnot. But I'm glad he came clean about that. Yeah, and it was nice that he, you know, amended it with, but I support you now, and I really am so proud of what you've done. Exactly. I was like, oh, there, there's the Adam and Christina we love. I'm proud about <laughs> Christina, even though she didn't win, but it was still a fun adventure to go through with her. I felt like like we saw the, every step of this campaign. Mm-hmm. Like from the beginning, her decisions, and then the whole flyering everyone and trying to get people to rally, and like it was, it was fun to watch. What's she gonna do next? Yeah, I don't seriously. Know. I hope they give poor Monica Maybe Potter she should a go break. for a presidency. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, presidency. presidency. The next. I mean, she could be the first female president. Ugh. I don't know if she can handle that. Actually, yeah, that'd be a she's lot. very emotional. Max in the White House, crying um, all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, anything else about this episode? Oh, we saw Natalie for a split second. Oh, yeah. With Drew not really admitting that no. she's his girlfriend yet. They're not official. I love how casual. Sarah but. was questioning them. And she <laughs> was like, oh, it's just casual. You're just casual. You're just casual. <laughs> yep. Like, oh, mom knows better than mm-hmm. you do. They all start I know off what like that. How do we feel about Ryan and those pills? Do we think he's taking them? Right. I think he's taking them. I think he's taking them. Two weeks ago? No, two days ago. Oh, two days ago? Two days ago. The prescription was for two days. And then he tried to pass it off like... Oh yeah, They're it's old. an it's an old prescription, but that just got renewed. It's like you still have to go refilled. pick them up. So yeah, maybe that yeah, was they on don't you. just show up. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't back just come up, to you. back up. It's hidden in my in my drawer. Sure, yeah. but I I think he's taking, I think he's taking him too. I want them to break up. Oh, is I that think. bad? <laughs> I think it'd be interesting. You know what? Before pre- we get that <laughs> into predictions, <laughs> let's go into some news and gossip, shall we? After Buzz yeah. TV news. All right, so this this whole cast members of Parenthood, they, they're really fun on Twitter and social media and Instagram. There's a lot of fun pictures of them, so I don't know if we have them yet. They should be showing up, but uh, yes. Uh, no, listen, let me just cue them up. The, the first photos that we see, uh, I'm sorry. I'm it's the car uh, one. The car one, yes. <laughs> Erica posted on instagram um her the there's the braverman bumper decal it says vote braverman and, and she tweeted something about repping the braverman's hard oh, <laughs> repping like cute. my car repping hard and then the second one i believe i can't really see right now is uh what's the second one phil <laughs> hashtag stop having so much fun yes uh, I'm, I'm sorry for all you who are listening you can see this but i can't really but, um, for those of you listening, check out <laughs> AfterBuzzTV.com. On YouTube as well. Um, the Erica also posted a photo of Lauren Graham and Mae Whitman having fun together. And Aww. she said something about stop being so darn cute. <laughs> <laughs> they look like a real family in all their so Instagram cute. pictures. They do. That live on the Universal lot. On the Universal lot. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Mae Whitman also tweeted out a lot of photos and Instagram a lot of photos. Uh, the first one we have here is the two boys. We have uh, Drew and Max, who played by 
I'm I'm completely blanking on their names right now. I'm sorry. That um, you know, we have Drew and Max, and he's she tweeted out something like That's "boys so to men." That's really cute. Boys to men. Oh, they're both so tall now. Yeah, Max when is they like, started, yeah. he like sprouted. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so tall, tall now, and lanky. And then the next photo we have that the three girls they're on the couch we have uh erica lauren and may the, and they tweeted out a uh, ladies night oh. so it was really cute <laughs> and then uh the next one we have drew also miles <laughs> i can i don't know why i completely blanked on his name miles with the dog and just chilling like the two two boys chilling on the couch how cute and then may also Instagrammed a photo of herself with someone's butt, and right next to it, it was, oh, I'm and sorry, it was actually Matt Loria who plays uh, Ryan. He he Instagrammed uh, <laughs> my butt is on May, you know, <laughs> and it's just a, a really cute quirky photo. And then there are last one I believe um, Max Burkholder. He tweeted out a picture of. May Whitman, she's holding some kind of alcoholic beverage. I don't know what it is, mm. but she he tweeted, "Is people even drinking these wines over there?" <laughs> I don't know. I, they were at the LA Loves Alex um, event uh, a couple days ago here in LA. So some good, some fun photos and like I, I love looking through all their Instagram yeah. photos. I feel like I'm part of this family every time. Mm-hmm. I, I love the like, news oh, and gossip this. for the show because our news and gossip is never like, I don't know. I do like the yeah. Kardashians and other shows where it's like so much scandalous <laughs> coke binges and stuff and they're never like getting into <laughs> serious trouble. Right. They're all just having fun. They're having fun. They're love like, it. they're seriously one big family. I so want to be a part of it. It's such of. a great ensemble cast. I think that's what makes a show so great is that it really feels like they all love each other. The casting was excellent. Oh, I love phenomenal. I couldn't uh, picture amazing. anyone else playing the parts. Mm-mm. And then Huffington Post also posted a link, 13 Reasons Why Mae Whitman is the Coolest Girl in Hollywood Right Now. Um. And it's a fun link. We'll tweet it out. And it's a fun article. It has like all it this list of all these fun reasons why uh, Mae is a really cool girl. Like she supports Lauren. There's a picture of her having all the Gilmore Girl seasons. And then uh-huh. she was the, another one was, she was the little girl in One Fine Day and um, Hope Floats. Development. And yes, she was mm-hmm. also in Arrested Development. Like all, all these great things that she's already been. And then also that she's featured in fashion clothing lines and whatnot. The, they're, it's a fun list that just is kind of like a BuzzFeed list, like reasons why oh, we cute. love her. So, uh, yeah, go check that out. It was really cute. And then, of course, we can't forget, and we've mentioned it before, that Parenthood uh, nominated for People's Choice Awards. Keep voting, people. <laughs> Keep voting. I am. I'll vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll vote. I really, sure. and I believe tweeting out is also considered a vote, too. Ooh. Yeah, so I've heard. Definitely so we'll have to yes. put that to, to the test. But that's <laughs> it for my news and gossip. So let's just get into prediction. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Drama, drama, drama next week. Oh, oh my so goodness. So dramatic. Well, I'm excited. So we gotta talk about that. Ed kissing Julia? Okay, what? in the preview, what? they never show things that crazy and scandalous, no. giving that much away. So what? we all, like, yelled. Yeah, and, like, jumped audible, up. We're like, like, what? I can't. I can't right now. Why oh did that happen? Gosh. 
And then with Ryan, and oh, oh, this is just going to be it's going to be an emotional episode because we see Amber going to her to Sarah, crying again Mm -hmm. and looking for comfort about Ryan because Mm -hmm. even the men are stepping in. Yeah, men in the family are stepping in, be like, okay, we're concerned about your safety if Ryan's really a violent person. Mm -hmm. But predictions, what do you guys think is going to happen with that? (laughs) I think. Well, we see in the preview that Julia and Ed kiss. Um, Joel, Joel's gonna find out. Mm. He's gonna get so angry. He's sleeping on the couch. Rebound with going P. To, yeah, oh, that'd be terrible. That would be terrible. I but they both kind of have. They kind of have the as much, other person. Yeah, as much as I hate to say, it, I think they might separate. Not divorce. Separate. Live I so. apart. I could a see that. Bit. I could see apart. that. Not to be like the biggest Debbie Downer, but I think <laughs> that Amber and Ryan are going to split. I'm going with this prediction. I'm just mm-hmm. going to go with it. And I think that you're right with the separation. I think that the they're since they're married already and they have kids and they have an adopted kid, they're not just going to like be like, I'm going to get a divorce. I feel no. like they're going to be angry and fight, and it's going to be this kind of, like, pulling back and forth. Should we get divorced? Try to work it out. You know, that big battle that tons of relationships and marriages sadly go through all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Which would be good to be seen on a TV show, I think. Mm-hmm. It will be cool to play with that plot line. Yeah, I just, I can't wrap my head around the fact that Joe, Joe, oh, well, I can't so even hot. think about it. I yeah. can't think about and it. And Ed has a wife, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Like a current they wife. They are technically, so that is a well, whole nother thing. Julia's married too. Yeah. They're both married. I mean, they're oh. both married. This a sticky situation. It's really this, I mean, all these episodes have led to a separation. Mm-hmm. We're going to see that break. Okay, yeah. but in the preview, we just see a kiss. Do you think that's all that happens, or do you think they have sex? No. I don't think they have sex. No. You don't think I, so? I think, I think Ju- Erica's going to push yeah. him off. Julia, yeah, Julia is too good, and she's going to be like, what are we doing here? Back that up. That would be mm-hmm. really bad. Back up a few steps here. Let's yeah. think about this. What's happening yet? Oh, I think I she might end up regretting it, but Joel will find out, and then it won't end So. Well. Something to definitely look forward to. And where can everyone find you to keep talking about this? You go first. Find Twitter, me. Instagram. Twitter. Oh, Twitter, Instagram. I have Lady Capulet. Because my name is Juliet. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Romeo and Juliet is on one of my favorite stories ever. Thank you. I like it. I like it. It's Lady Hopefully. Capulet. You're cool. I'm sure you're compared Instagram. to yes. Your cool points just went up. Ooh, I'll take them. And you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Danica Kennedy. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. You can also follow Tiana Hobson, who's not here. She's waiting in line at the Catching Fires premiere. I don't blame her. It's a great movie. <laughs> Good so excuse. You can follow her on Twitter and on Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. You can follow all of us here on AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV. And thank you for Sholo for our wonderful interview that we had earlier That's in this fun. podcast. He was great. Follow him at Sholo M1. And you can follow everyone uh, in Parenthood at NBC Parenthood. So and you can follow us here next week. Lots of following. Yes. <laughs> From Thanks executive so producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.